What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. It is your boy, Brian Mark. And Phil Silva. Today is going to be a good one, all right? Today, we want to talk about how if you change your mind, you will change your life. If you work on your mindset, you'll be able to shift your situation. I feel like a lot of you guys neglect to understand how powerful the mind is. It was actually funny, like me and Julia had a conversation about this today, or last night, she was like talking about pimple that she had or something like that. She's like, it's going to be here for a photo shoot. I was like, no, it's not, babe. Just think positive thoughts. She's like, fuck you in your mindset right now. Okay, just let me bitch. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was touche. But I'm like, it's 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 very easy for us to just push it to the side, push it to the side, push it to the side. None of us want to hear people preaching about their mindset. None of us want to hear, all right, like hippy dippy mindset, fucking routines and more. But it is very necessary to work on it every day. Dude, I actually, so I, I thought about this a lot yesterday and I was going for a drive in my car and I thought about this analogy and I think you're going to find a lot of value in it. I think that the reason that a lot of people do not like talking about their mindset is because you can't just talk about changing your mindset and you can't just talk about like doing it right now because for you to think about the idea that your mindset is literally responsible for every aspect of your life doesn't just mean that you need to start changing it now. It also means that you need to take a look at everything you have done up to this point. And so I want everyone to think about this. Like I want you to imagine that you're standing and you're looking into a field. Okay. And the field that you're looking into is, is just literally full of weeds. It's full of like weeds and the weeds represent all the excuses and the justifications and the reasons that you failed and like, and the failed attempts and the people that you blamed and the people that let you down and like the heartbreak and the hurt and the resentment and the mom guilt and like the fuck all of the shit that like has ever happened to you are the weeds. Right. And then you turn around. So you've got this field of weeds behind you and then you turn around in front of you and there's just like this blank empty space. And nothing's been planted yet. Most people don't realize that not only do you need to work on your mindset and start planting better seeds, but before you can start planting better seeds and actually start building your life and like planting a garden, you need to accept responsibility for the fucking weeds and get rid of them and get rid of them. Mm -hmm. But so many people aren't willing to actually take a look in the mirror and be like, I'm the one that did this. Like I'm the one that got myself here. And it might not be my fault that I got abused when I was younger. It might not be my fault that my mom kicked me out when I was eight. Mm-hmm. It might not be my fault that I was born and raised in a trailer park, but it's my responsibility to take that and do something with it. I think another reason why a lot of people struggle with their mindset, and I feel like you'll be able to agree with this and Daniel and Jax will see the perspective of it as well. All of our listeners, when it comes down to your mindset, a lot of people neglect it and they don't want to work on it due to how long it takes to actually see a change. Mm. Where I'm like, let's be real, okay? Like we could take any situation. I'm going to break down a few for you guys. We'll talk about fitness and then we'll talk about business. When it comes down to fitness, even though it takes a while to see a change, you kind of see it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. right? Maybe not visually in the mirror, but you feel it physically, emotionally. Like you feel better, mentally more, mentally clearer. You feel healthier. Like yeah. you don't feel greasy and like lethargic and grossed out when you start eating healthy so you feel something it's like a tangible result that you can grip onto same thing with business you might not blow up instantly and make ten thousand twenty thousand a hundred thousand dollars a month but you start to feel like accomplished mm-hmm. all right like you still remember the first time we made 10k mm-hmm. fucking running around our houses yelling our fucking asses off and the yeah. first time we sold a hundred thousand dollars a month losing our goddamn minds freaking out like when it comes out of business you can see a tangible result instantly from it mm-hmm. all right as long as you put the work in and you have the right steps but when it comes out of your mindset it's like a never ending cycle to keep grinding and working on it. And it's, it's almost becomes annoying at certain times because yeah. you grind so hard and you make such drastic changes and you do so much on your mind and you do so much personal development and then you got to do it again. 
and you got to do it again and you got to do it again. And it's not an instant thing. It, it's an ever changing and ever moving thing that you need to be crying on. Dude. And it's almost like if this is the thing is because I feel like this is something that I actually want to change. This mm-hmm. is like a narrative that I want to change. I feel like the world at large right now is for the most part, like pessimistic. And that's why it's so easy for people to talk about how they don't have money or it's so easy to talk about the negative economy or, you know, how the government's screwing them over or how gas prices are going up. Like those are really easy conversations for people to have like, complaining of all the things that aren't working, but it's really hard. Like if I were to walk up to somebody and I'd be like, what do you like absolutely love about yourself? Dude. Like what? Like tell me something that you absolutely love about yourself. Tell me something that you did this week that you're super proud of. Yes. Or tell me something that you're incredibly grateful for in your life right now. Like that conversation is hard to have with a lot of people because a lot of people just aren't tuned into that like level of awareness. They just view the world in a very negative, negative way. And I'll give you an example, a perfect one. Like the newest YouTube video I just dropped yeah. about drug addict and millionaire, where I talked about my story and then I went into eight things that helped me change my life. Somebody commented on this morning and they're like, I think this video is very misleading because your addiction wasn't as bad as an individual that was addicted to heroin. I'm like, I get that. Touche, I've said that before, but I'm like, how is that your takeaway from this 17 minute video? Mm. Hard. Literally everything. Like if you're broke, you created it. If your marriage is in shambles, you created that or allowed it. If you're overweight or struggling with your weight, you created it or allowed it. Like a lot of people don't really want to accept that responsibility. Agreed. And so it's way easier for them to project and to blame and to criticize and that feels easier in the moment, but that's so hard long-term because you literally absolve yourself of your power because your power comes from actually realizing that like you can create whatever life you want to create. Mm-hmm. But before you can create whatever life you want to create, you need to accept the fact that you've already created the one that you already have. So that's the first thing is I really do think that a lot of people get caught up and they just don't want to accept full responsibility for everything in their life. And I think the second thing that like gets in the way of a lot of people, unfortunately, I see this in a lot of like our students. And this is like when, you know, you're 23, 24, 25 years old, and then you start making a little bit of money, then you get an ego Mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm doing so good right now. I'm so on top of my stuff. My business is crushing it so hard. So I'm not going to do my morning ritual anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep learning. I'm not going to show up to coaching calls. I don't need to show up to as many coaching calls anymore because I'm already making that kind of money. I'm already at that level. We're like, me and you are literally the complete opposite. Like we just humbly walked up to Bedros. We had our last call, coaching call at Bedros. And me and Cole, we're making $10 million a year. And we're like, yo, Bedros, like what are the flaws that we have? What's wrong with us? What do you see that we can improve on? Like what are the flaws that we have? Because like it would be irresponsible for us to believe that we're already at the level that we want to get to. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's always another level. So I think that it's number one, a lot of people struggle with accepting full responsibility because they, they would, it's so much easier to blame my mom for kicking me out when I was eight from like all of my fucking trauma. It's so much easier to do that. Yeah. And then number two is like the people that are on that self-development journey, they just get this ego and they're like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to learn anymore. I don't need to tune into coaching calls. I don't need to work on my mindset. I don't need to be studying. I've already watched those videos once. And it's like that ego will prevent you from growth. And see, this is something that I feel like a lot of individuals don't understand. I think it's, Like the ego is one perspective of it, but I think it's less of ego and it's more of self-doubt and frustration with themselves because Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they'll see a little win and then they'll have that flex of ego. But I think it's less of, oh, I know what I'm doing and I don't want to show up to this call. And it's more of, I don't know what they're doing and I'm sick of not winning like them. So I'm just going to be comfortable with my own success and not show up and be feel less than again. 
Mm, oh, that's interesting. Because like, let's be real. Yeah. No individual that has seen a small amount of success is just comfortable where they're at. Because I'm going to tell you guys right now, and it's something that I didn't believe when I was first starting and Brian didn't believe when he was first starting. Once you guys start making money, there never becomes enough money. Once you guys start seeing success, there's never enough success. You just continuously want to grow. Nobody's just comfortable. It doesn't happen. I've never, I haven't spoke to one person that has started to see financial success in their life that has just reached a point where they're like, I'm good. I'm comfortable. doesn't happen. Let's break it down. Even Gary Vee. Gary Vee talks about how money is not the root of all happiness. And I get that. And I agree. But at the same time, homie would not have invested in all these different things. It would not be running all these fucking businesses if he didn't want more money. All right. At the Wait. end of the day, you want to keep growing. Yes. But yes. I think it's hard for a lot of people to look in the mirror and again, take responsibility. So it's like, yes, a part of it is ego in the aspect of I don't need to show up and I'm good. I don't need to do more. But a lot of it, I think, has to do with like, I don't want to feel lesser than. So I'm not going to show up in the first place. But I'm just going to sit in my comfort. I absolutely love that. And so like, where does the feeling of lesser than come from? I think it comes from two things. And guys, I'll even level with you because I felt like this yesterday. I told Brian about it. It was very weird. I had like an overwhelming sense of comparison and self-doubt due to what I had not achieved yet. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with comparison. I think a lot of it also has to do with breaking promises to yourself. So when I have an overwhelming amount of self-doubt, when I have an overwhelming amount of frustration, and I don't want to feel lesser than surrounding myself with higher than individuals, if that makes sense, I audit what I'm doing. So the first thing that I did yesterday, and the first thing that I did when I was going through that shit, which by the way, was the entire day, it wasn't like two minutes for me, I still got everything I needed to get done because I'm an integral motherfucker. But I have had that self doubt is I audited what was going on in my life. The first thing I did is I looked at my to do list or looked at my calendar, I looked at all of my commitments. And I was like, am I keeping my promises? I was like, yes, 100%. I was like, I'm waking up at 3am every fucking day, showing up for Julia, showing up for Cage, showing up for you, showing up for our clients, making sure my content's done, making sure that I'm there to lead Daniel, making sure I'm there to lead my people. Like all my promises were kept on my fitness journey, slaying it every day, losing weight every day. So I removed myself from that perspective. I was like, I'm good. I'm keeping all my promises. So I was like, it's gotta be from comparison. I was like, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel lesser than right now? Why do I feel off? Why am I clouded with doubt? Even though I work on my mind every day, and it was due to the fact that I've been like heavily, heavily into studying creators that I look up to right now. Like Wes Bedros, Eric Thomas is a big one right now when it comes out of speaking. And I just had a lot of comparison, like a lot of comparison where I was like, don't get me wrong. All right. I could just be like, well, they're like two decades ahead of me. Who gives a fuck? Blah, blah, blah. But I want to do it quicker because that's the little bit of the ego. But then it's also like, fuck, man, like, why am I, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not like them? Why am I not creating the same impact? So. I think a big reason why a lot of people don't step up and they allow their ego to get in the way is because of the fact that they don't want to feel lesser than due to comparison or due to a lack of kept promises and they feel hurt. Mm. They feel like they let themselves down. Mm. So whenever I feel like that, I just do a self audit. Am I keeping my promises? Am I showing up every day? Am I being there for my people? All right. Are the burning thoughts in the back of my mind actually true? Cause I even told you, I was like, who does my coaching ability? Mm. Like people definitely like, where the fuck did that come from? It was just a random thought that popped in my head. Mm. So I needed to start auditing. I'm like, is this real? Or is this mm. the bitch voice just playing tricks on me? Mm. Right. And that's, mm. that's something that I do to dig myself out of the hole. Cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's so that's super powerful. I think for sure. I feel like I completely resonate with that. I think the, the whole idea of like that feeling lesser than in comparison. And I also think that it's funny because although, so I feel like 
everything you said is right. And also mm-hmm. like, it's like the ego, mm-hmm. it's the yeah. ego. That's where like the comparison comes from. It's like the ego. Yeah. That the little dark side of the ego that what, pushes you and also holds yes. you back, which is like egos. I think ego is necessary yes. to success by the yes. way. I think it's necessary. So like the fact that you're comparing yourself to Eric Thomas and Wes Watson and Bedros is like, it's that the unhealthy side of that is where you're like, Oh, I'm less than, and I'm not good enough. But the healthy side of that is like, these are the boys that I aspire to be like, and I'm going to be one of those. And it's also like, you're not good enough yet. Yes, exactly. It's it's like the really glad I had a conversation with Nico Medina, like literally four months ago. If you guys follow the podcast, you heard this podcast where I literally on the podcast live, bro, we were like live in front of a hundred people. I was talking about how I'm going to be bigger than Gary Vaynerchuk. And he's like, pause. He's like, why are you going to be bigger than Gary V? I was like, I don't know. I just see somebody like up to you. He's like, so you're not good enough as Brian Mark. Literally in front of a hundred people. And I was like, <laughs> I like that. I was like, whoa, like, I like that, that like hit me on a fucking deep level. Mm-hmm. But it's, so it's like, so now it's like, okay, I can look up to Gary Vaynerchuk, but I'm not trying to become Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes. I'm trying to become the best version of myself so yes. that I can be on that level. And I also like, I have a big enough ego to be able to see, like, I will be that way yes. one day. And also like, I think the humility comes from like, I'm not there yet. And so that means that I need to consistently learn. And this is where it's like, I think it's so important for people to feel that pressure. And I think that the reason, uh, the reason I asked you that is because, you know, that pressure that comes when you're in an environment that makes you very uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. because for me, it's like being in your environment makes me uncomfortable. Guys, if you could see this fucking podcast studio right now, it's fucking lit. My homie's got like four or six ring lights. He's got like five tripods. (laughs) He's like fucking taping his fucking floor with his cameras and shit. I'm like. Like, cool, I got a MacBook and shit. But it's like, that makes me uncomfortable. But it's also the thing that drives me because I know that just by being in this environment, I'm going to level up just by watching this happen. I'm like, I'm being a part of that transformation. And I think that's so fucking important for like self-development is you need to be around people that literally make you so uncomfortable. It's the same thing with Natasha Charcheski. Yeah. That girl makes me massively uncomfortable yeah, because bro. her operational brain is just like so high level. Yeah. So she looks at our business and she's like, you guys are a fucking mess. Not even just that, bro. Cause <laughs> Natasha is a very, very like spiritual, like fucking homebody in the aspect of like, you can say something a certain way. She'll hone in on something that you dealt with in the fucking past and drag it out of you. And you're like, I didn't want to fucking talk about my inner child fucking screaming today. Thank you very much. Please fuck off. Yeah. yeah, I I love you, but please, because she challenges in a big way. I do agree 100%, bro. But you need to be okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. You need to be okay with it. I think it's a necessary thing for growth that a lot of individuals don't understand. Like the whole concept of change your mind, change your life is something that Brian and myself have embraced since we were kids. Mm. Like going through this shit. I literally spoke about this on a YouTube video that's going to be coming out soon. It's like the three words I choose to avoid and it's lucky, busy, and can't. Now, the reason why I choose to avoid those words is because growing up, I used to be a person who only used those words and I was in an environment of people who did, all right? When it comes down to it, let me break it down. Oh, I want to see success, but I'm too busy. I can't find the time. I can't do this. I can't post content. I can't work on my business. I can't be there for my family. I can't scale. I can't do this, right? So all those words come out. And then let's say someone did see success around us, which you've heard all the time. So have I, oh, they just got lucky. Mm-hmm. They just got lucky. Oh, you got the Lambo. You just got lucky, bro. You're so lucky to be living the life that you have. So like those three words I watched and utilized so much when I was a kid. And then I just had a mindset shift where I was like, Hey, listen, let's look at this subjectively. My family's broke. All the people I know are broke. All the people that have jobs that are paying good money only work the winter so they can stack up their EIs so they can go, then go off on summer and drink the whole time. So they're broke. Why the fuck am I utilizing the same languages as people? Yep. 
Why am I using the same mindset, the same thoughts, the same actions? Why am I maneuvering in life like these people who have only reached this level and will never break through if I want to be here? Yep. And it was like a massive shift where I was like, I need to change my mind. I need to change my language. I need to change my movements. I need to change my thoughts if I would like to elevate my situation. Yep. Yeah, I love that. That's powerful. Lucky, busy, and can't. I love that. I like, me and Cole came from very similar backgrounds. in terms of like weird. The trailer yeah. park fucking drugs, the addictions. And I just want to level with you guys because I feel like a lot of times you guys see my mindset now and you see like we're on like we're on top of it, morning ritual, never miss, etc. And I'm just gonna let you know why I'm so on top of it is because I'm fucking afraid. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, dude, I agree. I'm fucking afraid. And I'm afraid because I remember what it felt like to live in that trailer park. Mm -hmm. And I see my family to this day struggle with their fucking mindset. And I see people struggling with their mindset on a daily basis. And there's like, there's like a part of me that is like afraid that I will end up back as that person. And so the intense desire and the intense like hunger to work on my mindset on a day-to-day basis, it comes from fear. It's very Mm fear-based. I'm just going to be fully transparent. Like, yeah, I'm excited about the vision that I'm building and like me and Cole are building Something incredible, Peach Dell Nation, it's fucking amazing. And also, on that very same token, on a daily fucking basis, I still struggle with my mindset. Guys, this is why I do fitness competitions. So for everybody that's like tuning in, a few weeks out from my show, I'm like actually 29 days out. I was going to say 29, right? Yeah, we're in the 20s now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to level with you guys. It is fucking hard. It is hard. Like I literally took a nap just before I got here. Mm -hmm. I like took a nap, 30 minutes. I was like, okay, got to get up and got to go. And... I find that for me, the reason that I do fitness competitions is because it challenges my mind in a way that doesn't, like, I don't really find any other sort of like thing that's really challenged me in the way that shows does. Like before the fitness competition, I was kind of like lax with my posting, lax with the fucking operation, <laughs> lax with like how I was operating. Yeah. But now it's like my meals are at a certain time. My workouts are at a certain time. I'm getting this many steps per day. Militant. It's like militant with my approach. And because of that militant approach, that militant approach, like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So that militant approach is transferring into my mindset. The militant approach is transferring into how I show up as a person. The militant approach is showing up in terms of like how we're operating as like a business better. Yep. So like it's everything. But committing to this show and actually sticking it out is fucking hard. Like it is hard as shit. Like every single day waking up at 2.45 in the morning now, by the way, I get up at 2.45 now. There we go. I walk down the hill we live on the top of a fucking mountain so i walk down the hill and back up the hill by literally as soon as i wake up so like before anybody even opens up their eyes and before my wife's even awake i've already taken six thousand steps which is fucking hard but i have to take seventeen thousand in a day so if i don't wake up at 245 i'm not gonna i'm literally gonna be walking laps around my house i'm at the gym by 4 30 in the morning i do an hour and a half long workout i get home and i start working around 6 30 and i'm doing that every single day five days a week and we are running two businesses. Yep. So it's like, this shit is not easy. Three, by the way, you just started. Right, three, because I literally just got invited to keynote speak in mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm doing one-on-one coaching now with a couple of clients. So it's fucking hard, you guys. And I think that a lot of people see, like, we do show, and I'm just going to be honest, I think it's our egos. Mine and Cole's ego. We talked about this earlier. We show, like, the savage, fucking raw, like, intense versions of us. Now, what you guys don't see is that, like, behind the scenes, it's like, we struggle. We struggle sometimes. That's what I'm trying to say. Dude, 100%. And I think one of the main reasons why I didn't show like the 
other side, why I didn't break it down is due to the fact that it was very hard for me to understand how to package it, break it down, express it, explain it. Cause I've always shown like the struggles baseline, but dissecting it and packaging it and delivering it to you guys in a way that you comprehend is a new goal of mine. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Instead of just like talking about like, oh, I'm tired. I want to talk about why the steps that it took to get there and like what's actually happening on a considerable basis. Because it's funny, every time I talk about my morning routine, people freak the fuck out. Because it's 3 a.m., cold shower, affirmations, gratitudes, now 10 minute reading because I'm doing reading for the 48 Laws of Power and Dan Martell's Buyback Time book. Start on 48 Laws of Power, then we got our fucking new homework from Dan, so I switched it up right away. So I'm going to be going back to it. So it's 3 a.m., wake up, cold shower, affirmation journaling, gratitude journaling. 15 minute meditation, 10 minutes of reading. Then I do success motivation study. And what I mean by like study is I just very intensely listen, like active listening while I'm listening to success motivation. Then I head to the gym. I'm at the gym by 4 a.m. I do an hour to an hour and 50 minute workout. Then I do around 15 to 20 minutes of steady state cardio while planning out my content. Now, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I also box from 6 to 7 a.m. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, after I'm done the workout, my steady state cardio, I come back to the house. I will usually have a bath by the way. And in that bath, I do a candlelit meditation again. And I look at my vision, I study my goals, I plan out everything, et cetera, for like usually 30 to 40 minutes with an Epsom salt bath so I can pull the fucking shit out and be able to move my forearms again because you guys already know that I struggle with that. And then it's straight into work again by like usually 8 to 8.30 a.m. And it's every day. And I grind. Like, dude, yesterday I was literally grinding until 8.30 p.m. Yeah. I don't go to bed until 9 to 10. And then I sleep for five hours. I get up and do it again. Yeah, I do this shit seven days a week. All right. The only time that I will quote unquote sleep in and my sleep in is usually five or 6 a.m. As if on a, it's on a Sunday and Julie is like, don't you fucking dare get out of bed. I'm like, okay, touche. And I'm like, yeah. we don't really have anything planned and it's family time. But even Saturday, like I've got calls in the morning on that day now, cranking it out, doing my workouts, waking up early, doing a boxing. And my routine is militant. Now, the reason why I do that is because I have a very negative mind. All right. I have a lot of things that I have to work through on a continual basis. So I'm thinking about my family, thinking about myself, thinking about my self doubts, thinking about where I would be if I didn't allow myself to sink into a hole. And it's just mindset is everything. Like it, it's yeah. everything to me. And it almost frustrates me when people don't understand it. I think that's where the ego comes from. I think because like true. when we communicate, we're like, work on your fucking mindset. It's like, yeah. we're communicating it from a place of love. Yes. Because we literally do that. Like this is the, like, it's from a place of love and also anger and passion mm -hmm. because that is where I get mine from. It's like when I'm laying in my bed and I'm like fucking exhausted and I'm tired as fuck and I just want to lay down and sleep. It's like, I literally have a conversation with myself and I'm like, you have fucking goals that you want to achieve. Yeah, bro. Like you've got a vision that you want to create. What's your phone background? Right now? Yeah. What is my full background? I don't even know. It's like, cause uh, you're laying in bed and then you see that shit slap you in the face. Oh dude, it's, oh yeah, it's, uh, it's me holding the overall trophy in my last show. That's oh. my, that's my full background. So I mean, and mine was our fucking division boards you created. Yeah, 100%. It's me holding my overall trophy as a summer shredding. And like, and that's what keeps me going is like, I have this vision. I'm like, the vision is always like, it's like evolving and it's changing. Like Cole said, like you always got to work in your mindset. But like for me, 
right now the primary target is like I'm stepping on stage at summer shredding in 29 days now. And I'm not training for second place. Like I'm training to be the champion. That's why I'm getting up at 2.45 in the morning because I literally know that there's not a single competitor that's going to step on that stage that's going to outwork me, period. I'll work everyone, oppose everyone. I will do literally everything in my power to show up as the very best version of myself. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to let the universe decide whether or not I deserve to be the champion. But like, there's not going to be a single stone that is left unturned on my end. And I'm going to show up as my very best. And that's the vision. And like that sort of vision is how I apply to everything. It's like... The reason that Cole and I are the best business coaches in the space right now is because we literally outworked everyone. We found out who's doing the most podcasts in the space and then we doubled their podcast output. And then Cole, as like when he started his podcast, I had my, I had like 400 episodes when he started his. Mm-hmm. Now he has almost over 500 episodes. I think it's 460 or Now he has 460 episodes. So combined, me and Cole, our business podcast has over 1,300, 1,400 episodes. Yeah. Combined, we're getting 250,000 downloads a month. Like it's like, you can't touch us because there's not one, but there's two of us. And it's like, it's just this commitment to excellence. It's like, we will not be outworked. We will not be out mindsetted. We will not be out hustled. And it's like, it's just, that's just a matter of time. And that's literally a decision that two kids from a trailer park made. And that's the message. Mm-hmm. It's like, the message is that if you change your mind, you can change your life. It. And it's not easy. It's not easy to look at your life and realize that if you're flat broke, You literally created that. Like it was you, nobody else. You created it. Even if your mom left you, even if your husband cheated on you, even if X, Y, Z, COVID, whatever, you made the decision to sit on your ass and do nothing about it. That is the hardest decision for everybody. That's the hardest realization. Nobody likes it. And that's why they blame. And again, the reason why so many of you guys struggle with the concept and why I've struggled with the concept and why Brian has struggled with the concept of change your mind, change your life is because it takes a long fucking time. It does. And it doesn't matter if you're doing everything right. It doesn't. Shit happens when it's meant to happen. And that's the most frustrating thing. We have clients like come to me and be and they're like basically pouring their hearts out like i've been trying so hard and this isn't working like what the fuck am i doing wrong and i'm like from what i see nothing you know it's funny I'm like i don't know what to tell you here's the beautiful thing though so i love that you said that because sometimes it does take a long yes, time man. and sometimes it happens in a fucking instant yeah because like our peak denomination events we've had people literally come yeah have facilitate massive breakthroughs and then leave a different person but i like i just want to be honest we also so there's you know i'm not going to name any names but we had a client come to our one of our events have an insanely massive breakthrough it was like literally life-changing move countries etc and then fell into like a deep depression afterwards even though they were making a lot of money and it took like six months of that deep depression for them to finally come out of it and be like okay i'm better now so that's why it's like it literally never ends you guys but consider the alternative what if you don't work on your mindset what if you stay in the same place for the next three to five years What if you continue to resent your boss and your job more and more and more and more? What if you keep watching other online coaches ascend, including me and Cole, keep watching our ascension, keep watching our following grow, keep watching the amount of opportunities that we have continue to pour into us because we're continuing to put ourselves out there while you're staying in the same place. That's the alternative. Like that to me is worse than death. Like staying in the same place, staying stagnant while everybody else around me is growing and knowing that I could have been on that pathway myself, that like is literally worse than death. It freaks me out more than anything. But at the same time, I'm like, that's where it's like the good thing and the bad thing. We come back to the very beginning and then you start to deal with the self-doubt and the self-worthiness and the self-hatred. 
due to you not allowing yourself to work on the stuff that you need to focus on because it seems so simple, but it's also so hard. Mm. My change your mind, change your life is such a simple concept, but it's the hardest thing to do because you don't see results for a fucking long time. And the reason why a lot of you don't see results for a long time, the reason why I didn't see results for a long time is because I resisted the process in the first place. That's it. Like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. This is ridiculous. I don't want to meditate. I don't want to write down affirmations. I don't want to do gratefuls. I don't want to do visualization. I don't want to do any of that stuff because it's stupid and it's not going to help you see results. Okay, touche. I agree with you. Just doing affirmations isn't going to help you see results. Just meditating isn't going to help you see results. Yeah. Just doing visualization isn't going to help you see results. But doing all that shit and then putting the relentless amount of work in every single day, regardless of how you feel, is. You know, it's funny. I have something to say about that. So, so every single this, you walk through your morning ritual, I'm going to walk through mine. So here's what I do. Every morning I wake up. This is my morning ritual right now. 2.45 in the morning, I wake up. As soon as I wake up, I put a two minute letter to myself video in my ear and I lay in bed and listen to the letter to myself. After the letter to myself plays, I put a 10 minute meditation on. It's like a 10 minute like morning meditation. After that's done, I listen to the letter to myself again. And then I get up and I walk the hill, listen to success motivation. I want to talk about something I realized the other day though. So the reason I listen to the letter to myself twice is I was listening to the letter to myself. And for those of you guys that don't know what this is, I've written a letter of all of the goals that I'm going to accomplish in the next 12 months as if they are already done. So I did this when I was in the Dominican Republic and in the letter to myself, I said, I'm so fucking grateful that I have 35,000 followers on Instagram right now and people absolutely love my message and they fuck with my content. I wrote that when I had 10,000 followers when I was in the Dominican and now we're at 43,000. So now I wrote a new letter, et cetera. But this is the process that I use to continuously set goals and achieve them. I was listening to this letter to myself. And as I was listening to the letter, I was thinking about a struggle that I had that day. Yep. I was thinking about, you know, something that a client said. Yep. I was thinking about something that I wanted to do tomorrow. And I, I literally was completely in a fucking different world. So like the letter to myself was playing. Yep. And I was literally thinking about fucking, you know, my schedule. And I was thinking about getting back to that client. And, I was, and then in the middle of it, I realized I was like, oh, shit. I'm like. I wasn't even paying attention to this fucking, I was like, I wasn't even, I'm like, I missed the point of it. Yes. Like the point of doing like a visualization is for you to be able to see yourself doing the thing in your mind. It's like mentally rehearsing. Michael Jordan talks about this in the book Relentless. It's like in the book Relentless by Tim Grover, Michael Jordan talks about how, like, and Tim Grover talks about this as well. When you're, the reason that he gets his basketball players to visualize getting the hoop in is because the exact same neurons fire when you're imagining the hoop going in, in your body, the same neurons fire as if you're actually shooting the ball and it goes yes, in. Dude. So it's like the same neurons fire, which is why you need to visualize. But I realized that by me not being present in my visualization and by me not being present in my letter to myself, I'm literally completely wasting my fucking time. There's like no point in even listening to the letter. So I started listening to it twice now to make sure that I'm actually paying attention. So it's like, I listen to it once, do my meditation and after my meditation, I listen to it again to make sure that I'm actually fucking visualizing the thing. But that's what a lot of people do, right? So yes. like that idea of resistance. I had a one-on-one coaching call with one of our military mastermind students the other day because um, he had a couple questions and I wanted to help him through it. And on the call, I gave him advice and I, he was like, uh, okay. And I was like, I sense resistance. I'm like, we need to talk about this. Why are you resisting this process? And like, what's going on? And then he explained the resistance. And at like, the end of the call, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm just like, you know, he was like super grateful. He's like, excited to implement, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to work on this stuff. He's like, I just feel this resistance because, you know, it's like a lot different than what I've been doing. 
and I've been feeling this resistance. I've been doing the thing, but I've just been feeling like resistance. And I'm like, the resistance is why you haven't seen success is because you haven't fully committed to the process. Mm -hmm. You're not all the way into the process. And when you're like, it's, that would be like being in a relationship and taking your wife on a date every night. But every single night you're on your fucking phone the whole time because you hate being on a date with your wife. Mm -hmm. It's like, why are you even going out? And that exact same philosophy applies to if you go to the gym and you fucking hate being there and you're literally like meandering through your workout. That same philosophy applies if you're sitting down and you're writing your affirmations. When you're writing your affirmations, you're fucking off in Lava Land. Or you're like, this is bullshit. And you're just writing stuff down. This is bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. Why the fuck am I doing this? I'm doing this because Brian Cole told me to. It's like you're not actually you're not actually getting the benefit of it because you're not actually feeling it. You need to actually feel it. And it, again, it comes down to ego. Again, a lot of people they look at the affirmations and their affirmations are I want to be a millionaire or they want to make a hundred thousand dollars or they want to make ten k or they want to be a speaker on stage or they want a better car, better house, better life, better wife, whatever. They're writing this shit down, but while they're writing it down, they're thinking about how hard it's going to be to achieve it and they're thinking about why they don't have it right now. And mm-hmm. then their ego kicks in. They're like, why the fuck don't I have this? This is impossible. It's going to take forever. So I'm just going to write this stuff down, even though I don't believe it. And I'm just going to be wrong about it. Mm. Guys, visualization is the most powerful tool in the world while you are utilizing it properly. And if you are doing the fucking work to make it an actual reality. But if you're not using it properly and you're just trying to visualize and write stuff down and speak for the sake of fucking speaking, you might as well not do it in the first place. Because I want you to think about this for a minute. All right. If you can close your eyes right now and listen to what I'm about to say, do it. If you're driving. Please fucking don't. While you're listening to this, I want you to really hear what I'm about to say. All right. I want you to think about the goals that you want to achieve. What car do you want to drive? All right. The dream car that you've always wanted. Now picture yourself in the vehicle. All right. You're holding the steering wheel. You're driving down the road. The beach is beside you. You could smell the ocean. All right. You look to your side. You see your spouse. They're smiling. Maybe you got a family. They're in the backseat. They're making noise. This is something I literally envisioned when I was younger. All right. When I was driving my supercar. And I looked to my side and next thing you know, boom, I was in Kelowna and I was driving Julia to a date. I was looking and I saw the water and everything else. And it was like my whole body just got overwhelmed with goosebumps because when I think about my vision of the things that I want to achieve, my imagination kicks in and it starts to feel like it's already real. Mm. If that's not happening. You're not doing it properly. And it's yeah. most likely due to the fact that your ego is kicked in. You're not doing the work that you need to every day. You think work mindset work is bullshit. You don't feel like you should be doing this. And then self-doubt is kicked in. And then you just end up in this endless cycle based off of what I told you guys earlier on how I dealt with the mindset stuff. But I didn't let it throw me off. But it usually you guys let it throw you off. So funny. I, uh, that, I love that story. It's so powerful. Fucking idea that you actually saw it and then you were in it. Um, so I, I made a post on my Instagram and it was literally like, the reason you haven't achieved success yet is because you don't view yourself as successful. Yeah. And if you don't view yourself as successful, you don't view yourself achieving success. It'll be impossible for you to put the work in to actually get it done. Because why would you put the work in for something that you don't believe is going to happen? So exactly. I did this post and this guy was like, this kid was like, he's like driving a McLaren in his, in his, it literally got one picture with one McLaren in all of his photos. Yeah. And he's like, bro, he's like, this is bullshit advice. And I was like, respectfully, how much money do you make? But that's besides the point. But I had a, it is literally the fucking, the thing. I had a moment the other day. I was driving my fucking Lambo and I like looked down at like, I was stuck in traffic. It was actually super fucking annoying. I, was, I, hated, <laughs> I hated my life. So I was trying to find ways to enjoy it. Kelowna. So I was like, looked down at my Lamborghini icon on my steering wheel and yep. then it fucking hit. I was like, dude, I used to visualize this. Yeah, man. Like I used to drive around in my Hellcat. I used to drive around even in my Dodge Challenger, my base model. I used to think about in it. My, in Kirsten's car, 
when I didn't have a vehicle. I used to drive around and I would imagine that I was looking down at a Lamborghini dashboard. I would, I used to imagine it. I used to imagine that I was looking down at a Lambo fucking icon. And then I like it, like I looked at the Lambo icon while I was stuck in traffic and I was like, holy shit. Right. I was like, I'm literally living in the vision that I set for myself seven years ago. I'm literally in it right now. And then once I realized that, I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm like, let's keep playing this game. Yes. So then I sat there and I was holding my Lamborghini steering wheel. And then I looked over and I imagined looking over at Cursed in the private jet. And I imagined looking back and seeing our fucking waiter bringing us some fucking food. And I imagine what it's going to be like to like work on my laptop while on a private jet to a big speaking engagement to get like somebody's paying us a hundred thousand dollars to come speak. Yes, we're literally dude. flying there on the jet there and back. The jet costs whatever. And then we're going home and we literally just got paid $50,000 for two hours of our time. Bro, I like this game. Let's keep fucking playing it because I literally did that shit. Because <laughs> I love that shit. That what you felt is something that happens when you guys do the fucking work while yeah. also working on your mind. Because that fucking Lambo thing, it was funny because he actually called me he was fucking freaking out when he was in the car the other day i'm glad you fucking did that because that whole private jet thing julia came up to me and we booked our flights for your show yeah right now julia is very conservative in spending based off of how she was raised yeah. and everything else when i've never cared yeah. i'm like we'll make the money back it's all good and i've always pictured that we've got a private jet that we can fly wherever we want that like we have money where we don't need to think about the price tag. it was a goal when i was a kid because we couldn't afford so much yeah and then it like clicked when she came up and she's like, so I booked the plates for Toronto. We're all good. We got the business class okay and everything will be fine. And she walked away. And I was like, what? And then I looked at it and was like, oh, 9K. She didn't even flinch. Like, it's just our life now. Like, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she said that, I literally I played the same game. I was like, what's it going to be like when she comes up and she's like, I just called the private jet, babe. We're going to be able to go fly here. Go mm -hmm. to the fucking speaking engagements. Go to our fucking vacation homes in Portugal, vacation homes in Bali, mm -hmm. all this other stuff. I'm like, everything that we've ever said is starting to become a reality due to the fact that our mind comes first, all right? The vision is always present and the work ethic never dies. Dude, I saw what you just said, the mind comes first. I literally talked to Ward about this in our, in our mastermind because like his resistance and his frustration came because like he's an absolute savage. Like he's so good at what he does, but he stopped working on his mindset. Dude. And I literally told him, I was like, dude, I was like, me and Cole are making $10 million a year right now. I'm like, and I promise you, I'm like, the mind, my mindset comes before my wife. My mindset comes before my business. My mindset comes before the gym. My mindset comes before my fitness. Because if my mindset is off, all of it is affected. Dude, all of it. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to fucking even, I'm going to push us to the side for one second. Look at the kings in the industry right now. Andy Pasella. Mindset every fucking day literally deals with so much stress and overwhelm and shit with his mindset that he had to find different ways to be able to deal with it because he thought he was going to affect his lifespan. So he does cold plunges now while doing his entire mindset routine. He's been doing it every day for like 60 fucking days straight because it, it's what helps his mind. Because if he doesn't do it, his business cripples him. Bedros Koulian, $200 million a year business, works on his mind every fucking day. Same militant morning routine, suffering Sundays consistently. Like... We are successful and we're telling you guys to work on our mind on a continual basis because we understand the power and we also understand what the kings of the industry are doing. Dude, here's what I think is really important and I wanna, I'd be interested to get your perspective on it. I believe that business is fucking hard. Yep. Marriage is fucking hard. Yep. Fitness is fucking hard. Yep. And so I personally believe, I'd love to know what your take on, on this is, I wanna push myself personally harder than anything in my business, my personal or my relationships is gonna push me. 
Because if I can push myself through harder resistance than anything that I'm going to deal with, then I'm capable of dealing with any stress that life throws at me. Bro, that's why I do the cold plunges. That's why I do this shit every day. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I do cold therapy to help my forearms, which I'm actually now doing what's called acupuncture based off of Brian's I got, I got homie fucking on some acupuncture. Bro, I was late. Was I know. I know. I'm going there today. And he pulled a Shout out to Trevor. West Kelowna acupuncture. Bro, he pulled a needle out of me that was like four and a half inches long. It was fucked up, but I didn't feel it at all. It was weird. Besides the point. So I do cold therapy to help with my <laughs> blood circulation. Because my Trevor. forearms and my calves and everything are very bad. The fascia build up and my extremities is atrocious. But the reason why I do cold plunges like primarily is due to that. Mm. Bro, you can't fucking phase me by the time 8 a.m. happens. Like, no one can fuck with my mindset. It doesn't, like, I am the king of this shit. I put myself through so much adversity by fucking 8 a.m. that you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. And again, then I just add random shit to it. So not only doing two to three minute cold plunges or beyond that based off of how I am feeling, which is atrociously horrible. It's not fucking fun. Anybody who tells you it's great. No, it's not. It fucking sucks. Getting in the cold water is not a good time. All right, especially after cold showering just an hour and a half ago, two hours ago before you went to the fucking gym because I want to wake myself up and I don't like lolly dolly fucking waking up with the light. Just blast me with cold water for fucking five minutes and I'm good to go. But dude, then on top of that, three times a week, I'm fucking boxing now. And me and Jared are now sparring two times a week. Starting slow, getting back into it. And then I'm like, I want to turn this shit up. I want to fucking start looking towards a fight. Like I want to put myself through so much adversity. So when I'm faced with life's adversity, it seems like nothing. Because let's be real, I've already had so much happen to me. That's why I do agree. Building a solid relationship is hard. Building a business is hard. Fitness is hard. It's also really not. All right. It's really not. It's another challenge. It's something to work through. But I think it's a lot harder to live in third world countries. I think Western society is bitch made in a very big way. And I'm not even saying this to come at anybody personally or to like try to fucking yell at the camera or anything right now. I just think. A lot of people have a different perception of what is hard. It is hard to build a multi-million dollar business. Mm-hmm. It is also hard to not have fucking running water and to have to sleep on the dirt like a lot of fucking people do in this world. So as much as I grind my ass off and I understand the fucking struggles that we deal with in our countries, I also look at the perspective and I'm like, I'd rather choose this hard all fucking day, bro. Yeah. This hard allows me to be able to do what I want with my life. This hard allows me to impact, inspire, motivate, challenge, transform. This hard allows me to buy whatever the fuck I want without even thinking. Mm-hmm. Like this hard, my life is just nothing. Yeah. I can't do nothing and nobody knows me and nobody remembers the DeSilva name and nobody sits impacted or nothing. Yeah, I love that. Guys, this is like, I want to make this about every person listening to this podcast right now because our intention with this podcast is to inspire you to chase your dreams and go after the things that you want. And so I want to invite you to start making decisions today that are going to elevate your mindset and change your life. And like part of that is sitting down with yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror and realizing that you did create all the things that you have in your life right now. Responsibility. If you're broke, you did create that. If your marriage is in shambles, you created that. If you're so overweight, you can't see your fucking feet. You created that. Like all the situations you have in your life right now, you created. If you have no followers on social media, you created that. You didn't fucking post. You didn't learn high quality content. You didn't learn how to market yourself on social media. And also, that's okay. It's time to start doing something about it. Like self-responsibility doesn't mean that you shame and blame yourself for all the stuff that you haven't done up to this point. Self-responsibility 
means that you're willing to take a look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you have created everything that you have in your life up to this point. And also, that also means you can create new. You can create abundance. You can create success. You can create followers, impact, money, etc. But you need to start making that decision that you're going to start working on your mindset today. Like today is going to be the day that you start committing to going all in. And then every single day moving forward, you need to make that commitment. And that's why Cole and I grind so hard. That's why we post so much on social media. Because we know that there's a lot of you individuals that need our mindset, that need to hear that motivation, need to hear that message, that need to hear that like somebody that's in the fucking trenches that's grinding. And guys, we're just like you. We're not different than you. We're the fucking same. The only distinct difference between me and Cole and most individuals listening to this podcast, and some of you might be on top of this, is every single day we make the decision that we're going to win the fight. That's it. Sometimes it's hard as fuck. And sometimes we want to quit. We want to give up. We want to throw in the towel. We want to fucking, you know, compare ourselves and just like lay in fucking bed and do nothing. But we don't allow that fucking voice. I agree. We don't allow that fucking voice. It's just like every single day we make the decision that we're going to be in the fight and we're going to win the fight. And you guys have heard me say it before. I'll end off with this statement. The reason why I choose the fight and the reason why I choose to fight through the adversity and the reason why I will not choose to lay down and not show up is because I am obligated to do so. I've been able to change my life due to the actions I took and it would be a disservice to my people, to you, to Julia, to my son, to my friends, to anyone in my circle, my family, for me to not share that same blueprint with the world. Mm. This is what I did. This is who I've become. This is what I am doing now. Choose to listen and follow or don't. At the end of the day, it's all here for you absorb guys if you got value from this podcast what we'd love for you to do is take this podcast episode share it with a friend that you think needs to hear this all right also another thing that would be really valuable for us is if you screenshot this podcast episode share it to your instagram stories and tag at the real brian mark and cole lewis silva and just like maybe type your biggest takeaway so like maybe it was like a line that really stuck out for you or something that really resonated with you just take a screenshot of this podcast share it to your instagram stories and let us know yeah where do they find you bro Cole Lewis DeSilva on all platforms or the Wake Up the Wolf podcast. What about you? And you guys can find me at the real Brian Mark on Instagram and, and the real me Mark on TikTok or Brian Mark on YouTube and the Shane Jobs Make Money on the Trainer podcast. Peace, y'all. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at the real Brian Mark. For more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.